Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life, as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher, and together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time, and I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. We've been sitting in the car and we're talking about, I would love to be on the floor with 10 labradoodle puppies just licking me and playing with me. And I just would love this. And Melvin shoots out of, well, that's your thought. You would love to be with these dogs or you you're picturing these dogs I and mean, your thought is this and your love is the feeling and I just looked at her and thought what are you talking about like no I just love these puppies and she then says about what that thought is that's controlling these feelings and so I need your help here I need you to help me understand what Mel's talking about so Mel share Share with me, share with us, what are you talking about on this one? (laughs) Well, I'm going to be the first to agree, yes, Cal, we need a lot of help. (laughs) I'm losing it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know, it is, I, I, I absolutely enjoy having conversations that get me thinking about my thinking, which is kind of far out there. Dig deep, dig deep. Mm -hmm. But it's really helped me to own my own thoughts and my own feelings and my own emotions because I I don't know um, for you, but for me, for the longest time, I felt that any feeling that I had was just happening to me. It was just a result of some situation that occurred and I didn't have control over it. I just felt a certain way. But as I've read and studied and listened to some amazing people on various podcasts, I'm really putting it all together that our minds are so amazing and we really are in control of these feelings. And the beautiful thing about being a human is we get to choose these feelings 100% all on our own, which also means we 100% have to own these feelings. So yeah, so you're talking about like, wouldn't it be the most awesome thing to walk into a room with us? 10, I think you said 10. Yeah, I did. Did you say 10? I did. 10. 10. All 10 of them. (laughs) (laughs) Just a mad house of animal. (laughs) Yeah, no, 10 puppies. And you were on the ground and rolling around with them was the imagery that you put in my mind. Let's not picture it too much. That could be dangerous (laughs) or gross. One of the two. (laughs) And they're licking up your face. Yes. And you are loving it. I love puppy breath. Okay, keep going. (laughs) Well, all of this is great. Uh, But as you're saying it, I'm thinking not everybody would love that. And isn't that interesting that not everybody would love that. Some people would be like, my allergies would go (laughs) through the roof. My throat is closing. I can't breathe. (laughs) You can't. 
can't get enough Benadryl into me. <laughs> faster, faster. In a shot glass, please. <laughs> <laughs> or the person um, who uh, just thinks it's gross. Like yeah. we yeah. have a friend who they never had an animal live in their home with them because the dad, the father of the house, just thought that was gross to have animals living in the same house with people. Then don't have animals. (laughs) Right. So don't have those animals. So how can it be? I mean, the lab puppies, the 10 lab puppies don't change. The 10 lab puppies are here in this house that we've imagined. So they're like the situation or the circumstance. They're the same all the way through. The only thing that's changing is the person encountering them. And each person has a different thought about the puppies. One person is like, gross. One person is like, I'm going to die. I won't be able to breathe. And then there's Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Let me lay on on the floor. floor. (laughs) Exactly. Yelling, best day ever. (laughs) And all of that because of a thought that those people have. And, And here's the beautiful thing about it. Nobody is right and nobody is wrong. Well, right? maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Unless you haven't <laughs> thought about that. <laughs> yeah. Unless you are a mad, crazy puppy lover, <laughs> then you probably think other people are crazy. But I, I see what you're saying. It, it truly is how you look at it. What is your thought about that situation, that circumstance? How, what are you thinking about that? which is going to create those feelings. So the feeling of love for me is fabulous because I love those puppies and I love getting kisses. But for someone who's allergic to it, their thought is, holy chowder, get me out of here because I'm going to swell up and die. (laughs) So their feeling is... uh, scared of their for health reasons or they're freaking out or they're angry that I even brought them in a house with puppies. <laughs> I mean, you can have, I guess, whatever feeling you want based on that thought. Uh, yes. Yeah, I find it interesting. I just think that the way our minds work, if we started to pay more attention to the feelings that we have and then ask ourselves, why am I feeling this way? The ownership, the ownership is just empowering. It it puts us back in control. And if, if anyone listening might feel that right now their life is out of control, you know, we're talking about lab puppies, but there are other things when it comes to love, especially people that we love. And then there are people that we want to love, but we feel that they don't love us back. Mm, yeah. uh, love, love goes far beyond cute little puppies, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And we were actually even talking, remembering way back when, learning that there were these different Greek words. Like here in the Western culture, we just use this one word, love, and it can, it literally can be tagged to anything. Like I love my coffee in the morning, and I do love my coffee in the morning. <laughs> Throw Diddle. in a little heavy cream. I'm good to go. <laughs> but I also love my husband and I love our three boys. Those are very different wait, things. And I love you. I love you. 
Yes, I yep. absolutely love you. Absolutely. I love you so much. <laughs> You're my favorite. <laughs> so in, the, in our Western culture, that one word has to express our love for all these different things. But in the Greek language, there are actually three kinds of love. Right. And so, of course, hold on. I got to give you a little back. So, of course, as we're talking about this, Melissa is immediately looking it up. And I remembered one of them. And I, of course, called it agave. But knowing it wasn't like that honey stuff, but agape, I was so close. But and she, so close. <laughs> she remembered, um, I might be butchering how to say it, but eros, eros. Is that, am I saying that close? I always said Eros, but you're Eros. probably right. I, I think don't mine sounds Greek. sexier though. So it does. I, I, I think I, I think I should win because it did sound pretty <laughs> sexy. You win. And then the third one we couldn't remember, but my um, Google and my car, Google Melissa, University. <laughs> Mel was able to look up the third one, which was called Philia or Philios. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound mm-hmm. as sexy, but it, it, it worked. So Mel, tell us, tell us the definitions because you are the one who, <laughs> who looked them all up. <laughs> well, and I do kind of geek out over language. <laughs> really? You? For those just getting to know me, um, I love to teach writing to children. And, you know, a little bit of background here. Kelly and I actually met our first year out of college teaching elementary school and pouring. In 1992. 1992, it was. It totally was. Oh my gosh. And we poured our lives into our students and our school time together. Uh, And, you know, during that time with those elementary grades, you know, it's multiple subject credentials. So we're teaching everything. But my passion was always just the writing piece. And so fortunately now, um, I'm a self-employed entrepreneur, and that's all I teach is the writing piece, which is pretty awesome. So, of course, I'm going to geek out over language. So, yeah. And so, she is still my person that if I have to write a letter or a documentation, I send it to her. Or even when we taught and we would teach, she would do the language arts and social studies, and I would do the math and science because those were my loves. But even when the kids were not in her class and they write something, I'd still have her look at it because I would butcher it. And that was her love and obviously her forte in life. So she she has excelled on this adventure of hers. And now it is her entrepreneurship of being able to help other kids, which I love. I love, there's our love again. There's a lot of love. (laughs) Let's break those three loves up. Break it down, down. Okay. So for those who are um, perhaps wanting a little review, and I hope there's somebody listening right now that's like, I didn't even know this, because that'd be really cool. Um, So the philia or philos is that brotherly, or in our case, sisterly love where it goes back and forth. I love you. You love me. Thanks, Barney. Okay, Barney, we got it. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In fact, a little side note here. (laughs) Philadelphia (laughs) 
the Philly in Philadelphia is it's known as the state of brotherly love. Did you know that? How in the hell do you know that? Like, why do you know that? What the heck? Everybody know that? <laughs> oh my God. And Iowa has corn. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Okay. Eros is um, the romantic or sexual love, kind of like erotica. <laughs> so you know how you know this one? Because when Kellel said it, Eros, it said <laughs> sexy feeling. So that Eros is your romantic sexy one. And yeah. as you yeah. get to know me, I am single. So that Eros <laughs> is not happening. <laughs> That's why it's kind of comical. <laughs> You're so into that. <laughs> I just say word. Maybe that's why I'm single. Maybe that's what I say to every guy I see. Hey, you know. <laughs> Maybe we can work on that. <laughs> Another podcast. <laughs> Another podcast. And then there's the agape, also known by Kel as the agave. It's a very sweet love. <laughs> there you go. You tied that up. Boom. You like that? I love yeah. it. So that's unconditional love. And that's when you would love somebody without even knowing them, or even if they were imperfect in a number of ways. Uh, You know, I think of the example of putting one, one's life um, in place of another's, you know, you see a child's about to get hit by a car and you would run out and put yourself in front of it to save the child's life. You don't even know this child. Yeah. That's agape love. That's, that's, that's amazing love. That's right a, there. It is an amazing love. When people talk about God's love, they'll refer to agape love. It's like hard to imagine that kind of unconditional, all accepting kind of love. So yeah, so those are the, the three different kinds of love. And, and as we've been talking about our podcast, uh, we really want to talk, girlfriend talk, about our feelings and how, what better one to start with than love, right? There, love's, love is a great start. And so uh, we're going to be talking about love even next week. Can we talk more about love next week? I think we're going to try and do this the entire month of February because, you know, some people are corny and think that Valentine's Day and lovey-dovey and some of us think it's a Hallmark holiday, but, you know, we wanted to start with a positive and love. We're loving this new adventure of ours and we love sharing with you. So why not start with love? And we were talking about how it, you know, what does it make you feel? Mel asked me, you know, tell me the first three things that come off your head when you see, hear the word love and what, what does it do? And for me, it was, you know, the first one was just smile. Like when something, when I love something or I think about something I love, I smile. And it could be from frozen yogurt to the puppies to my boys. I mean, it all three would make me smile and it makes me feel good. So, you know, what makes you, what is your feeling when you, when you think of love, what, what does it do for you? What do you think, Mel? I'm with you a hundred percent on all of those. The feeling of love is just such a feel good feeling. And the empowerment to me is realizing I can create that feeling. 
Yeah. I don't have to go search for it. I can create a thought about it. So even when I see Greg later on tonight and... Um, Greg is her husband, in case you are new to our podcast, just to let you know, it's not some stranger on the street. <laughs> No, we've actually been married now 22 years, which is hard to believe. And I imagine it's a long time to be married to somebody, and I still love him. Um, but with any relationship, it's never perfect. Nothing's perfect. But that choice of loving him is one that feels really good to me. And so, you know, when there's family that we love or friends that we love, you know, even co-workers that are sometimes maybe hard to love, it is in us to pick a thought that's going to serve us and give us that feeling of love. So I would just I hope that everybody would consider this feeling and think about it. Think about it this week. Um, I loved something you said, Kel, about a challenge for the month where um, – we could put something out and, you know, of course it's the teacher and us. Yes. We're going to give you some homework, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's fun. Here's the beautiful thing. Yeah. It's not going to be graded <laughs> 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 and you don't have to do it. It's a hundred percent your choice. If you want to choose to think that this assignment is valuable that's your choice. That's your thought. Uh, we hope that you see that there is value in it. So go ahead and tell us about the challenge before uh, we wrap up this. this she Mel is so sweet. I'm thinking, just do this. This is going to feel great. And a part of when you feel love, it actually fuels us. It gives us that endorphins of excitement and feeling more excited in whatever you're loving. And if it is a person, which this challenge is going to be for, is our goal is to give you guys helpful tips to help in relationships, whether it's your own self or whether it's with co-workers or family or your husband or partner. So this month, the challenges for, is there 27 or 28 days in February or 29? I, there won't <laughs> be 27. <laughs> I know there won't be 20. Log on it. I know there won't be 27. Maybe this 28 or 29. Okay, so it's, it's 29. Sorry. Good girl. <laughs> I'm going to leap over 28. All right. Yep. I love math. Um, so what we're asking you to do for 29 days, every single day, try, not try, do create a love note. And it could be loving your postman, but don't love them the eros way, maybe more the agape way of leaving a sticky note in the mailbox saying, I really appreciate you, your job, and I really appreciate what you do. Thank you. Um, it could be one to your husband on his pillow or his, your wife or your partner. Um, but in the refrigerator or on the toilet seat or, you know, a coworker. But every, are you giggling at me? <laughs> every day you have to leave a note. And it could be for anybody, but I promise you, when you do this and they find it, you have just excited them, made them feel worthwhile. And 
in return, it's going to fuel, fuel you. You're going to feel good about this decision. So join us. Mel and I are both going to do it and we're going to bring it up the whole month and see if you are doing it. And if you haven't started, then you'll do it maybe next week. But we're hoping you will join us on this challenge. Absolutely. And I have a quick question for you. Sure. I think you said, so like a text would work. Like if I just wanted to do a text message to somebody that Yep. I'm not going to see that I could actually give them nope. like a little post-it note. So yep. it could be a card. Yeah, I do that all the time. I do text messages saying, hey, I just did one to my brother two days ago saying, hey, love you bunches, thinking about you. It took him eight hours to reply, Excellent. but he did reply, love you too. <laughs> but thanks, God. <laughs> and that's not the purpose. The purpose no. isn't what is returned Absolutely. to us. Absolutely. It's giving. Not. It's giving love. Okay. okay. I'm out, I'm in totally right. in. I'm going to do this. I got you. I, we're okay. Both now, <laughs> one more question. <laughs> if if um, three days go by and then I'm like, oh man, I totally forgot to do it. Should I send three notes in one day so I can catch up? <laughs> you're such a goofball. <laughs> no, dork. Just start fresh. It doesn't matter where you're at. <laughs> We're not going to come to Washington State because you only gave 13 messages and we're (laughs) knocking on your door. No. (laughs) Start where you're at and make it it feel good. Enjoy it. Wonderful. I'm ready. I think this is going to feel very good. And it's a thought that I'm going to choose to participate in. Awesome. All right. So let's end it here. We will see you guys next week. We'll probably still be talking about some love and covering a little bit more for you. But um, thanks for joining us. We love you. See you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.